Hello, this is Michael Bosey. Welcome to my podcast, Marketing Without the Marketing. Really glad that you can be here. Now, I've just started a new series on SEO. This is the second episode in the series, and you might be thinking, hey, what does SEO have to do with marketing? I feel like SEO is one of the most important parts of marketing, though it's only one facet. But I find myself doing a lot of work for clients on this getting a lot of questions about this. And of course, you know, that's become a large part of what I do in sort of, you know, doing online writing for my clients and helping them set up a website or a blog or a podcast or a set of videos or building online courses. SEO plays a part in all of that. Okay, so let's start with a very basic question. What is SEO? SEO, in the way I define it, is about two people connecting. One person who wants to learn something and one person who can teach that something. And I use the word learn very intentionally here because there's a big difference between what you want to know versus what you want to learn. SEO at base starts with Google, right? Starts with people typing a query into Google or you know, speaking a query or whatever, uh, because they want to know something specific, right? A fact, a definition, something straightforward, basic, and simple, right? And you may know that fact, right? You may have the answer to that question, but here's the thing. That's not where you want to focus for SEO because that's very hard to repeat at scale because really there are so many other people out there on the internet who can raise their hand and give the correct answer. And many of them do. And the internet provides limitless possibilities for that. Where you want to be instead is in the space where someone wants to learn something, not to know something. So get away from facts to something that's more of, you know, more than just knowledge, right? Learning is more than than just the knowledge of facts, right? It's wanting to go deeper. It's about taking those maybe simple facts and connecting them building them into a bigger whole, achieving an understanding instead. And in some ways, for people like you and me, it's easier to serve the learner than the person who wants to know. You have to have that understanding that comes with expertise in whatever you do, right? You've got the experience, you know what works, you know what doesn't. And here's the thing, you know how to teach it to someone who's just starting out. You may not even feel like you're a full-on expert in that realm yet. You may be or feel like you're just learning this yourself, right? But as long as you're a few steps ahead of where that other person is, you are in a position to teach someone who knows less than you about that topic. And this can happen over any topic. And as we know from content marketing, teaching is how we form a connection with a future customer. It's a way to serve them until they trust us, right? These are the new rules of doing business. So fundamental question then, how can we set ourselves up to serve? That's the basis of SEO when it comes down to it. Let's just for purposes of example, go all the way back to when you want to know something. What do you do? You type that question into Google or Bing or Yahoo or Hey Alexa But let's face it, it's Google's world, and Google is at the center of SEO. Think of that simple action, though. What does it look like? 
often when we're searching for something, we don't even have the language to use yet in order to do a proper search. After all, we're trying to learn something, but it's often very challenging in that initial stage. But here's the thing. Google is collecting all of this data at the front end. It's recording the struggles that we have in searching for knowledge. There's a language that we use. It's clumsy. It's inexact. It can sometimes be formless and even somewhat senseless at times, right? After all, we don't know exactly what we're searching for yet. However, Google is aware of all these struggles, collects all this data, all of this fumbling around. Google understands it. And as a teacher, and that's what you are in this case, you also understand this. In your particular area of expertise, you have a pretty full set of knowledge. And you may be in a position to teach others what you know. This requires sequence and structure, the two most important things to teaching. But first, someone has to want to learn. And in, in SEO, they've given you that signal. It's an, it's an invite of sorts to you. But obviously, that's only the very first step. To get a complete view of SEO, you have to be ready for the learner with a series of steps for that learner to take. You have to be ready with a place to land that answers that first question and then have ready the next step and the next step after that to facilitate their learning process. Again, you are the teacher and this is your responsibility. And here's the thing. Having all of this structured, sequenced content, that's content strategy. Only you are in a position to be able to teach your topic in the way that you understand it. And that's bound to be beneficial to someone out there who wants to learn it. And you may think, but Michael, there are tons of people that can answer that first question. And sure, that's true, but your set of experiences around any topic is different than anyone else's because of the way you learned it and in the way you experienced it. So it's time to teach that to others. And you're going to teach it differently, too, in your own style. And that style is going to be awesome for some people, and it won't work at all for other people. And that's completely okay. The Internet is a vast space, and there's an almost limitless supply of people who are just will click with your style and be in sync with the way that you teach it. Now, these people who you're trying to attract, uh, your potential future customers, right? They may already know a little bit about your topic or nothing at all. Or they may have learned it from someone else already and have to do some unlearning to, to learn it in your style. But the key here is that your approach is going to be different. And that's why content strategy is worth it in a nutshell. You may be someone's key to understanding this topic, finally. And when this connection is made, here's the cool thing. You've provided value to someone. You've earned a little bit of their trust. And with this trust, now there's actually a chance of someone actually becoming a customer and actually paying for that specific expertise that you have. And SEO is just the start of that journey. All right, I'm going to stop there because I've promised to try to keep these a little tighter, right? 10, 12, 15 minutes, if, if I can. I want these to be things that uh, you can think about strategically or apply them immediately to the way that you think about SEO and all that. So I'm going to continue this series. Uh, next, I'm going to look at how SEO fits into your marketing strategy because that's really important. 
as I've mentioned, I'm building a, a whole course around this, uh, which is called SEO Basics. And if you want to sign up to be notified when it's ready, it's at controlmousemedia.com slash SEO hyphen basics, or you can find all of the courses that are either published or in production now at controlmousemedia.com slash courses. Pick the one that you're interested in, sign up for it. I've got a couple free ones there too on how to start a business and the basics content strategy, and then some paid courses too. And you can sign up to be notified when any of those are actually ready. I left links in the show notes for you so that uh, this is very easy for you to find. And I'll uh, look forward to the next episode on this. I appreciate your attention. hope that you're getting something out of it. A little more on strategy. Then we're going to dig into some very particular things. So I hope that you'll stay with me in this series. And as always, appreciate you listening. And we'll see you on the next episode.